This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Andrew Tate and his brother, along with two other individuals, were arrested in Bucharest, Romania. The charges were sex trafficking, rape, and running a criminal organization. If you don't know who Andrew Tate is, I'm going to give you uh, some background on who Andrew Tate is, and then I'm going to let you know about the conspiracy. Andrew Tate is a former world champion kickboxer. He and his brother also were on several reality TV shows in the United Kingdom. They were on, I think uh, Andrew was actually on the... He was one of the seasons of uh, Big Brother. Uh, it, Tristan was also on, a, on, on a, I think, one or two reality TV shows. You get to a point where, you know, he's, he's, he lost a couple matches. He was a world champion kickboxer, doing well. But let's face it, how long can you really do that? So he and his brother sat around and they tried to figure out, like, how could they make money? How do we actually start making money? Because the truth is, being a reality TV show participant in England is going to get you a lot of notoriety, but there's lots of people that get notoriety and they just never really make any money doing it. They end up working, you know, a regular job and, you know, that's really their 15 minute fame. Like I get it. So he and his brother sit around and they figure out like, how can we start making money? They come across uh, multiple videos and one of the videos talks about women and how how there are women online doing uh, their, their, they call them uh, uh, cam girls, I think. Hold on. Yeah, yeah they, they call them cam girls. When this is, keep in mind, this was whatever, 15 years ago or 10, 15 years ago. They, these girls would go on camera and through a website, which you can pay for, kind of like what OnlyFans is now. Uh, they, you pay and these girls would perform, they would do different things, perform sexual acts, do whatever for you know, for money, basically OnlyFans. Andrew and his brother, they end up initially, they get several of their girlfriends to do this. Now, the way they end up coaxing these girls into doing it, and I hate to use the word coaxing, although it, it really genuinely is coaxing. Uh, he actually had, I, I believe it was, they had several girls that they were, they were communicating with online. They had them fly into, uh, into England and they told them that they had a plan and some of the girls were very upset. They flew back to the United States or whatever countries they were from. And it ended up where a couple of girls, like two girls, two of Andrew's girls and two of Tristan's girls said, okay, we'll participate. They started going online. They started this business. They went online and they started, you know, Andrew would talk to guys in the chat uh, like he was one of the girls. And then the girls would perform different do different things and talk to the guys and they would get paid. Well, this very quickly started growing. Uh, before, you, before you know it, you know, he had 10 girls working for him. Then it became 20. Then it was 30. And then it was up to, I think it's at one point he said he and his brother had 75 women that were working for, for them doing these videos. And he said in one of the interviews that I watched, he said that he had that at one point they were making around $400,000 a month. 
They have a bunch of girls living in various houses uh, in, in England. Life is good. Once they started making money, they took that money and they invested it into cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin, I, I watched a video where, where Tristan talked about how they dumped a ton of money into Bitcoin when it was going for uh, about $3,000. So they ended up nearly doubling their income by investing in, in crypto. You know, they got in at the right time. Like, I don't know that that necessarily makes them brilliant, but let's face it, you know, that's obviously, if you know, the rise of crypto or Bitcoin, they got in at the right time. So they started making a ton of money doing that. Now, at this point, Andrew and his brother are starting, they're really starting to flaunt their wealth, right? They've got multiple cars. They're living in nice houses. Their social media presence is starting to become known. And one of the things that Andrew does is he hires a team to start kind of following him around. Well, you know, when you're when you're on YouTube and you're on all these social platforms, a lot of people reach out to you. And Andrew is extremely uh, masculine, let's say. He, he has a lot of characteristics that are lacking in males, at least within the United States, young males. So he's extremely influential. He's got lots of girls. He's got lots of money. People look up to him. Very quickly, people start reaching out, asking like, hey, you know, asking him questions. He realizes, hey, I can start, I can actually have people pay me to be a part of a service where I will teach them, you know, how to base essentially be, let's say, a man, more masculine. He ends, so as a result of that, he ends up opening up what, what he calls a Hustlers University. Now, Hustlers University, you pay 50 bucks a month. You have access to multiple courses that, that Andrew has come up with on his own or, or his team has come up with. And a lot of these courses are also done by other people. So other people will also pitch in and, and do the courses. And you could say, hey, I thought these were going to be courses done by Andrew. Some of them are just hand-picked courses. You're also, getting, uh, you're also getting advice from other people other than a Andrew. And they're basically on, let's say, how to be masculine or how to, how, to, how to pick up women, how to be masculine, how to be, um, you know, hold yourself accountable. Uh, they're, they're motivational. A lot of it's motivational stuff. The point is 50 bucks a month and he's got a ton of people signing up for this. And he ends up within a few years, he was bringing in, according to Andrew Tate, he's bringing in around half a million dollars a month through Hustlers University subscriptions. And, and, by, and by the way, at this point, he's now blowing up on social media. He's everywhere. And he's got, he goes on a media tour. And look, the thing about this guy is that, and I'll, we're going to get into charges and everything else later. Uh, and, and, and it's all over the, it's all over social media right now. Like uh, news programs are coming out with it, every, uh, everything. And a lot of them are just 100% just bashing him. Now, they've been bashing the guy for years now. But the message that he is putting out there isn't necessarily all wrong. I disagree with his delivery. But a lot of what he's saying, if you, if you scaled it down and he said it in a different way, is not necessarily a horrible message. 
It's more about, look, if you're a guy and you're unhappy and women aren't interested in you, then you need to become the kind of guy that women would be interested in. Maybe you need to be more masculine. Maybe you need to work out. Maybe you need to get up early. Maybe you need to get a job. The, the problem with a lot of millennials at this point is, you know, I'll take my, my, my um, you know, I, I have friends that I'm not going to say who, but I have friends that literally like their kids are 21 and 22 years old. They're not going to school. They have a part-time job and they don't even have, they don't even have a driver's license. Like they don't have a car. They're not trying to get a car. They don't have a driver's license. Their mom at 22 is dropping them off at work and picking them up. And I, I know people that have two, three kids that are still at, they're 22, 23 years old and living at the house. They don't want to get a job. They don't want to get a job. They don't want to get a car. Their parents aren't pushing them or they yell at them and they yell back. They're disrespectful to their parents. It's, you know, and then they're, they're lonely and they're extremely, they're not confident. They don't understand why they don't have a girlfriend. They don't understand why girls don't like them. They don't understand why everything that they see on social media isn't happening to them. Why don't I have a nice car? Why don't I, why am I not rich? I'm smart. Or maybe they think they're not smart. And what Andrew Tate does is Andrew Tate says, look, get up off your ass, get a job, start working, start saving your money, start figuring out ways to make money, hustle. You need to start hustling. You need to start working out. You need to get your mind right. You need to start being you know, a player, a hustler. You need to start being more masculine. Take charge. Be an alpha male. Well, you know, look, in a lot of ways, those are, those are great. You know, there's, he says a lot of great stuff. He says a lot of horrible stuff, you know? <laughs> He also says a lot of horrible stuff. And the problem is that someone like him to me, um, you know, I'm not overly offended if I'm listening to someone and I talk to someone and I don't agree with everything they say. Like I take, I take what I can from the conversation and I don't hate someone because they say something I disagree with. The problem is that nowadays in social media, you can say 99% of something that everybody agrees with and you say one thing that they disagree with and suddenly they hate your guts and they don't want anything to do with you and they want to see nothing but your demise. That's what happened with Andrew Tate. And let me explain what happened. Like across the board, he became synonymous. You know, and listen, honestly, and it's his fault. He, but he became synonymous with just toxic masculinity, with... He, he was labeled a misogynist, which, you know, is he, eh, to a degree. He has a poor image of women, you know. I don't know what the reason for that is, that he has such a poor opinion of women. But, like I said, once again, that's just one thing about the guy that, you know, I disagree with. There are other things I do agree with. So, uh, the other thing is, you know, he's all, like, look, he was also very much pushing the idea that, you know, men should be men. And he would say derogatory things about, you know, men dressing up as women. And, you know, just, just across the board, he wasn't embracing the change that is occurring in, uh, in the youth of today. And as a result of that, he was banned 
across the board by multiple social media. Okay, he was banned. With we're talking about within, I, I believe he said within 24 hours this happened. He was banned, and I, and I look. I, not that I'm a big social media person, or that I've been out for a long time, or that I've followed these types of things uh, very very often. But it, it truly is amazing that within 24 hours he was banned. And he, this went on for a year or so, right? Like he's a year, two years. He's on social media. He's building up a f- huge following, and across the board, he was he was banned from. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. He had he said that Google shut off a couple of his email addresses, which I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, he, he just said it was like across the board. He said banks uh, banks were shutting down his bank accounts. Like it, it's it's really amazing that you know that these that 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 actually that really that that's even possible. Like the. You know, I love the idea of freedom of speech and the idea that, look, like I, I disagree with a lot of stuff that's out there, but I, I wouldn't say that that person can't say that, that we, that that person needs to be shut down or their, their voice needs to be silenced. Like, it's like, listen, I'm going to listen to everybody and I'm going to pick what speaks to me. And instead what's happened is, you know, they, they, um, they canceled him. You know, was it the cancel culture, right? So they canceled him, and then that the social media platforms all canceled him, which killed me. So I just thought that was insane. You know, just it, regardless of what you think of his, his actual message, basically what Andrew Tate has said about being shut down on social media is it's actually pretty interesting. He's gone on several several videos, which you know, which we'll play. And essentially what he says is he's, he wasn't upset about it because he said he kind of like, I think he said he, he, I believe he said he knew it was coming. Uh, he knew that the, he, he's constantly talking about the matrix, like, right, like the matrix is how, you know, all the governments and all the social media and how everything's plugged in to one another and how they had it out for him. So he essentially said he knew that the matrix was coming for him and he knew that, and he was only upset because he had burned one of his lives and he kind of explains that in in these clips the only thing and i'll state this at the beginning the only reason i'm upset by being canceled is because i've expired one of my lives because first you get canceled then they make up a reason to put you in jail and if that fails they kill you so now i'm down to my last two lives which is also why while i'm answering this question i'm still being careful how i'm answering it. i'm not telling scary you scary shit it's scary because i've they've now they've given me the warning and i'm still running my mouth yeah so that's scary and it, basically he says that you know he's putting out his message and that the first way they try and silence you right like you use up one of your lives they try and silence you by shutting you down on social media and spreading i guess spreading disinformation about you so that's one he said that's already happened he said the second thing that they do is they accuse you of a crime and they have you arrested okay the third thing they do, if that doesn't shut you up, the third thing they do is they have you murdered. They kill you. They and he has a few videos where he's come out and he said, "Look, he's like, if I, you know, like, like I'm, I'm not going to commit suicide. Like, I'm not going to, you know, his fear, his fear was that, you know, the ultimately they, you know, they they fake a suicide, kind of like people talk about um, McAfee." You know, or they talk about Epstein, like, you know, they, they, they committed suicide. And then, of course, they didn't commit suicide. It was a murder. 
he or there's an, an accident, of course, you know, there's all those videos and conspiracy theories about how the Clintons have um, have had multiple people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline either commit suicide or have accidents that had dirt on them like you know and i'm not a huge conspiracy theorist regardless um there those those things are out there so he's kind of playing on those types of uh, uh those types of conspiracies that he's going that something bad's going to happen to him so what i thought was hilarious well it, this is the other thing about he's constantly talking about the matrix and he's you know, talking about being like outside of the matrix and how to work outside of the matrix and be successful outside of the matrix. And I, I remember one of the things he has said multiple times is he has something, he has like a, a half a dozen passports from different countries so that he can leave at any time. Like he's got a whole, he has a, he actually has videos on how to obtain passports from other countries. He has videos on, uh, on, on how to, how to start a, a, you know, a webcam business, uh, how to like, oh, there's all kinds of it, how to start this business, that business. He's got all kinds of videos that are, that are out on a uh, hustlers university, which is comical. So, which is funny because this whole thing's probably even making him even more money. So after he gets shut down, he, he, then he blows up even bigger. Then it becomes a huge thing that he's, he's been shut down by social media and he's been, uh, canceled by cancel culture. So, his house ends up getting raided, and as they're leading him away, he says, uh, the Matrix has attacked me. And there's a, uh, there's a video of him being walked off, uh, I believe, in handcuffs, uh, led, into, led to the police car, or led into the, uh, what is it, he's, it's being led, I think he's being led into the police station, and the, there's a video of him saying, the Matrix has attacked me. So, which... Which I think, I think in the midst of this whole thing, the fact that he said this is fucking hilarious. The Matrix has attacked me. Let's get to the sex trafficking, rape, and uh, running a criminal organization charges. The charges stem from an April 2022 allegation made by the ex-boyfriend of a woman that was working for Andrew Tate. So this is according to Andrew Tate. And actually, it's, it's, it's also according to several videos I've seen and a news, a news program. And it's according to uh, an article I read, which breaks down the, the entire, uh, the entire uh, uh, arrest also. So here's what happened. Andrew Tate had a woman that was working... Uh, working for him, you know, obviously in, in Romania, he has, uh, he has obviously has his, you know, he calls it his mansion. It's, it's a big house. So he's got his mansion and then he, uh, close to that mansion within, I think, 500 feet or so, he has a, a, a few more buildings. It's like a compound and they have other buildings and there are girls that are working in those, in those buildings. Well, the ex-boyfriend of one of those girls was an American 
she calls her ex-boyfriend. Well, sorry, her ex-boyfriend calls the the U.S. embassy in Romania and calls the police, and they contact the police station. And he says his girlfriend is working against her will and uh, for Andrew Tate. And she's being forced to commit sexual acts on camera, blah, 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 whatever else. And she's being held, she's, being, she's been kidnapped and she's being held against her will. So the Romanian police go to Andrew Tate's house. They, they come into the house, they search the house, they search the other buildings attached, they find the girl, they arrest Andrew Tate, and they arrest his brother, and they bring them downtown. They question him. He says the girl is not there against her, her will. She can leave anytime she wants. In fact, she must be okay because she was able to contact her ex-boyfriend, apparently. You know, she has access to a cell phone. She has access to the internet. She can certainly leave. She could have called the police, whatever. Well, they talk, they interview them for about 45 minutes to an hour, and they let both of them go. Um, no charges were filed. And the entire thing, according to Andrew Tate, uh, died right then. According to him, it was the ex-boyfriend who had basically swatted him. So it was kind of like he could called it a swatting. It was a, it was a swatting issue where he had called in this allegation in order to get his house raided, just to give him a hard time because his girlfriend had broken up with her boyfriend in America flown to Romania and was now working for Andrew Tate and was now a, he, a, a girl that he was seeing. Like I said, that's his, that's his point of view. That's, that was his explanation. I, I really haven't seen anything that, that uh, disputes it. Uh, whether or not the girlfriend contacted the boyfriend and said that or not, I don't know. Andrew Tate says that she wasn't being held against her will. The other girls that were there also said they weren't being held against their will. This is according to Andrew Tate. There was no, you know, the investigation died at that point. Now, what happened was that initial complaint started an investigation and they investigated Andrew Tate and those complaints for the next six months. Now that investigation, according to an article I read, a couple of different videos I've seen, uh, basically says that that investigation revealed that Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate were running what's called a lover boy scam. They would go online and they would, you know, communicate with women. These women see who they are. They see the money. They see the cars. These guys convince them that, that they want them to come to Romania. Come live with me. I'm in love with you. Uh, we can get married. Whatever the case may be. These women then fly to Romania, and once they're in Romania, they're forced to work as webcam girls for the Tate organization uh, against their will. In one case, one of the women says that she was coerced through, co through coercion or violence uh, to have sex. You know, whether that was on camera or not, I don't know. It just says to have sex. How many times? I'm not sure. They say there are, they've pinpoint the investigation has pinpointed six victims that say that this was a scam that they fell victim to. As a result of that, there was an arrest warrant issued for Andrew Tate. 
an arrest order. They don't really have a warrant. It's an arrest order issued to arrest four people, which is Andrew Tate, um, Tristan Tate, a former Romanian female police officer, and one other individual. The problem is Andrew Tate at that time, once those or that order came down, Andrew Tate and his brother were not in Romania. And keep in mind, he is also mentioned on numerous podcasts that he has six or seven passports to six or seven different countries, and he could disappear at a moment's notice. Now, the Romanians obviously do not want to get into a, you know, an extradition issue. They don't want to be hunting this guy for the next, you know, two years and then having to fight extradition to try and get him back from Dubai or some country where he's got citizenship or he's got a passport and he's flying all over the place. Plus, the guy's got millions. He he legitimately is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. He could probably stay gone for a long time. Even though he's well-recognized, it'd still be difficult to get him back on some charges that really, so far, sound like it's just some women, some female, some a- accusations. That's a hard thing to get people to come back on. It's not like there's... Uh, um, a definite trail, you know, uh, um, of emails and, and text messages or whatever. Actually, there may be. I really don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't know. But uh, still, you can fight extradition for years. They don't want to get into that. What they want to do is they want to wait. They want to wait till they know they got him. So what do they do? They simply monitor his social media presence. And although his accounts are shut down, he's still able to go on to certain platforms, one of them being Twitter. All right, so here's where it gets kind of, it's, it's funny because it's kind of interesting. You know, a lot of these news programs and influencers are going nuts like, oh my gosh, like they, like what an idiot. He got slammed, he got, he got taken, he got conned. He got... The truth is that law enforcement does this all the time. Uh, I know a guy that had robbed a bank. This was stupid. He robbed a bank, then took photos of himself laying on his bed with money laying all around him, not realizing that a couple of the bands of money actually had the bands and the numbers and the, the bank name of one of the banks that he, or the bank that he had robbed. So very quickly, people in his circle realized A bank got robbed down the street yesterday, and now this guy's posting pictures of him with all this money around him, holding a gun, and there's bands on all these different uh, wads of of bank notes with the same name of the bank. So they sent simply some of these people, cut and pasted those, or copied those, screenshot, whatever you want to say, those pictures and sent them to the, uh, the FBI, and the FBI came and arrested them. Not that, you know, not that sharp. Now, keep in mind, Andrew Tate at this point, he doesn't think he's under investigation. I don't think this was something that stupid. It certainly wasn't, he certainly didn't, it wasn't a slip up. He probably just genuinely thought, I haven't done anything wrong. Maybe he thinks he hadn't done anything wrong. Maybe he thinks he knows he did something wrong, but he thinks he's in Romania and he has a lot of money and he, he's, and there's just not much they could do to him. Clearly he was wrong because what happened was he went on to Twitter. He got into an exchange with uh, Greta Thunberg, and she's a, a she's also like a an influencer and a activist for a global or against I guess against global warming or 
climate change. They're calling it climate change. When I grew up, it was global warming. Now it's climate change. So she's an uh, activist, uh, you know, for climate change or climate change provisions. I'm not really sure how you say it. Anyway, the point is they get into an exchange where Andrew Tate is kind of mocking her, which is what he does, about climate change and says he's he says he's got like over like 33 sports cars he shows himself putting fuel in his uh bugatti and talking about how he has all these sports cars uh pumping out emissions and you know and and so he kind of mocks her she goes back she says something derogatory about him he says something snide back to her and then he makes a little video he starts talking about his Bugatti or one of his sports cars and how and how it runs on on dead dinosaurs, which I thought was comical. I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission. Anyway, uh, while he's mocking her in this silly video that he does, he ends up somebody brings him some pizza. The pizza boxes are from, I don't know what the pizza box is, Joe's Pizza or Jim's Pizza or some, some pizza place. You know, it's not like Papa John's or, or um, Domino's. It's, it's a Romanian pizza place that's clearly close to Andrew Tate's house. Now, because this exchange is going on on Twitter and he released the video so quickly, and he served pizza from a place from a pizza place in Romania. The Romanians realize, holy shit, he's here. He's in the country. He hadn't been in the country in over a month. They'd been watching his social media, monitoring his social media for over a month. So what do they do? They immediately put together a little team. They raid his house. They go straight to the house. They raid the house. They search the house. They arrest. Him, uh, Andrew Tate, his brother, and the two other individuals, while Andrew Tate is being led out of the house or led into the police station, he ends up saying the whole, the Matrix is attacking me. Um, comment. He's being held for, I believe the newspaper said he would, he was expected to be held for 24 hours. Um, and, you know, based on these charges. Uh, these allegations or charges. I don't know if there are official charges yet. Uh, uh, there was an order to have him arrested. Now, I don't know what's happened. His lawyer, uh, one of his lawyers, did release a statement saying he would cooperate fully. Uh, didn't say they were baseless or anything like that. Just said that he has the utmost respect for uh, Romanian law enforcement. Although, I've heard him say numerous times that the Romanian law enforcement and the Romanian government is extremely corrupt, which I have no doubt that they are extremely corrupt. And, and a lot of people have issues, you know, with saying, oh, they're, you know, with, with the United States government being corrupt and our law enforcement being corrupt. And listen, you know, at some level, there's corruption in any organization. You're just not going to have an organization where there's not corruption, unless maybe it's run by AI or something. So, you know, is the Romanian government and, organ and law enforcement more corrupt than the United States law enforcement? I, I absolutely believe that. They don't get paid a lot of money. They're trying to survive. They are a culture that was 
run by the Soviet Union for 50 years. You know, there's a lot of corruption in, in those types of organizations. You know, it's, it's a survival of the fittest. And so you make your little stipend what, uh, from law enforcement or from your, your employer, and then you hustle on the side. So, you know, you try and pick up a little bit from pulling somebody over and they give you 50 bucks instead of having to pay a ticket or being taken to jail or whatever. So they, they stuff their pockets a little here and there to make, make ends meet. Is it wrong? Absolutely. The problem is Andrew Tate is constantly saying that they're corrupt. And he uses that corruption. And he, he would rather live in those types of countries that are corrupt because at least then um, he could make the corruption work for him. He could play the game. They probably don't like that. Like, that's probably an issue. So why would they take... So that's one of the reasons they probably took these charges pretty seriously and came and arrested him. Makes him look good. You know, this guy says, we're corrupt. We're going to go and arrest him. That possibly... Uh, feeds into the, the whole situation. A lot of people might be asking themselves, why Romania? Why would you go to Romania? Keep in mind, he started the webcam or the cam girl business, whatever you want to call it. He started that business while he was in England. Why move it to Romania? All right, so that's a little bit of background. This is a little bit of background on that. A lot of people don't know this. I mean, I didn't know this until I started researching it. And I, I think I've done a a considerable amount of research on Andrew Tate. I did another video on Andrew Tate with, uh, um, with a buddy of mine and uh, where we talk about uh, uh, Andrew Tate. So here's, here's why. At one point when Andrew Tate and his brother were running their organization and they were in, uh, they were in England running the organization, they had a 10-bedroom, he'd probably call it a mansion, I'd call it a really big house. So he had a really big house with 10 bedrooms. And he had multiple women living in the house that were working for him in the cam business, right? Right in, in the uh, OnlyFans or whatever you want to call it, in his business. Well, he said, you know, there was a lot of alcohol around for the girls. He said, you know, they have to, you know, they, they get a little, you know, you get a couple drinks in them. You know, they loosen up. They're, they feel better talking on the camera, whatever. You know, I, listen, you know, in a way like that might seem... That might seem kind of sleazy, but I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, listen, I, I wish I could take a Xanax every time I have to do this. Like, I don't feel great on camera. And you do have to get yourself in the mood to do this. I didn't want to do this video. I had Colby sending me texts all day saying, this, my, Colby's my editor saying, you got to do this video, bro. Everybody's doing it. You have a different take on it. Okay. I don't know if that's true. But, so, basically, he... Uh, um, Andrew Tate and his brother were running this this business out of this, you know, out of this uh, this this large house. One of the girls ends up drinking too much. And this is God. This is whatever, five, six, seven years ago, right before he went to move the business to Romania. One of the girls drinks too much. She ends up throwing up several times in the house. He then says to her, "Listen, you know, like get your shit together, clean up this mess." You, you've got to work. What are you doing? Like, you, you have to start, you know, you, what are you doing? You've got to be a professional. Like, clean up. They get to, she gives him attitude. She's drunk. They start arguing back and forth. He physically grabs her by the arm. And, he, and he, I watched a video where he explains the whole thing. He said, I threw her out. I threw her out of the house. So he throws her out of the house. She then comes back later and says, 
I want you to pay me the, I think he said a thousand pounds that he owed, which is about, I think a thousand pounds is, it's over, it's over a thousand dollars. So whatever, about 12, that'd be about twelve, thirteen hundred dollars So she says, hey, you owe me over a thousand pounds. I want that money now. He says, fuck you, I'm not paying you. To me, that's a dick move. You throw her out, give her her money, get rid of her. You know, it's over, it's not working out. Apparently he says, he goes, well, you know, ah, fuck her, I didn't do it. You know, that's very much him. He's just, you know, a jerk. So he didn't give her the money. Um, I think he said like a month or so went by. She contacts the authorities. So there may have been some back and forth about her trying to acquire the money and him saying he's not going to give it to her. Eventually she calls the authorities, calls the local police station and says that he attacked her. He physically harmed her. He like beat her up and threw her out of the house. They then go and they raid the house. He says like they kick in the door, they come in strong, they, they grab him, they, they take him downtown. He's arrested. Well, once they search, they start questioning all the other girls that were in the house. The other girls say, that's not what happened at all. She got drunk. She threw up. They got into an argument. He, he did physically ask her to leave, like push her out of the house, but he didn't beat her up. He didn't slap her. He didn't hurt her. He didn't harm her in any way. She's really upset about the fact that he didn't pay her the money she says he owes her. Okay. What happens is eventually, although Andrew said, or Tate said, that it took six months before the authorities would drop the charges, um, it cost him something like, I think he said like a nearly half a million dollars. It was nearly half a million dollars in legal fees that he had to pay because he was planning on going to trial. You know, there's an investigation. There, people are being interviewed. Like legal fees are extremely expensive, I assure you. Now, you can get a public defender, but a guy like this doesn't qualify for a public defender. And the moment you get a lawyer and he sees what you're up against and how much money you have, like, like if you're just a regular Joe, they'd probably charge you half or probably charge you $100,000. But they know you've got millions. They're going to charge you half a million dollars. So they charge him. So they charge him nearly half a million dollars. Six months later, the charges are dropped. The whole thing drops. He ends up meeting someone from Romania, which may or may not have been this, this female, former female police officer. I don't know. He ends up talking to some law enforcement officer in Romania while he's traveling. That law enforcement officer tells, he explains how he had been arrested in England. And the law enforcement officer says, well, that would have never flied in here. That would have never flied here. Like, you can't have somebody arrested unless you, you, they can show bruises. It would have to be right away. They'd have to come to the police department. They would have to show bruises. They would have to have witnesses. Like, it's not that easy to have someone arrested. So Andrew Tate and his brother say, you know what? Let's go to, let's move to England. I mean, let, sorry, let's, let's move to Romania. So they moved their entire organization to Romania. While in Romania, Obviously, they continue doing what they're doing. They invest in crypto. They continue um, the webcam business. They also invest in several, uh, several casinos. Uh, they start making a ton of money. They're, uh, obviously, at that point, he also starts, that's the same time period when he starts doing social media. He starts Hustlers University. A couple years later, he gets banned 
after he was banned, he went on so several programs and says that as a result of his message, and because he won't shut up, eventually the Matrix will come after him. And, you know, they'll either, they'll have him arrested or killed. Now, maybe he already knew there was an investigation going on. That's very possible. I don't know. And maybe he was already laying the groundwork like, hey, I know they're investigating me. I'm going to lay the groundwork and say that if I'm ever arrested, it's because they're framing me. They're trying to get rid of me. I don't know. You know, then there's also the, they may have me killed someday. Anyway, regardless, that's the reason he went, he went to Romania. He then started going, coming out on programs, talking about how they were eventually going to have him arrested or come for him or have him, you know, suicided or whatever you want to call it. By the time this is released, Andrew Tate will most likely have been released from the Romanian jail, and he will probably do a video explaining what's happening or what was told to him or what he's facing. Now, he may also have already gotten a lawyer, and the lawyer says, don't do a video, don't do anything. That's very possible. But, you know, someone like him... With the, you know, he's, he's definitely a narcissist, suffers from, uh, um, you know, serious ego issues. He's probably going to do a video. I wouldn't be shocked if he does a video where he explains, they're coming for me, it's all lies, it's all this, it's all that. If that does happen, like, I'll connect that video to the, to the bat, the, to the, I'll connect that video to the end of this video. Now, here is the conspiracy that I think will most likely come out of this. All right. Now, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but if I had to come up with a conspiracy on why Andrew Tate is so disliked and why it seems like not only social media, but now law enforcement and everybody else is coming after him when apparently he's in a he is in a country that that doesn't really have the same kind of values that the U.S. has or that the U.K. has, Western society has, other than possibly him just thumbing his nose at, you know, at the Romanian law enforcement and government and them just saying, you know what, this guy's kind of a, a jerk. Let's go ahead and arrest him to let him know and everybody else know that, hey, we do have law and order in this country. Maybe that's the reason. But if I had to venture a guess on what the conspiracy is, I would say this is the conspiracy. Who is behind it? China. Here's why. TikTok's algorithm is essentially designed to undermine the American youth. Let me, let me give you an example. And, and by the way, if you want to know where I, where I kind of got this in a way... In some ways, I got this from a couple different videos, but one of them is a video that was put out by Valuetainment, by Patrick Bet David um, with Valuetainment. And if I think about it, I will link that in the description box and you can watch it. It talks about TikTok and China. Great video. He really breaks down. He does a whole six-month evaluation of TikTok. Super interesting video. Kids that watch TikTok in China aren't shown the same things that the youth in the United States are shown. They're shown things like science experiments, 
you know, other kids doing science experiments, um, other kids doing uh, gymnastics, other kids winning contests, other kids studying hard, making their parents proud, um, kids showing admiration for their teachers, showing admiration for their parents, you know, um, showing admiration for other kids that, you know, do things like look up to the, uh, the CCP, you know, the, um, you know, the Communist Party in, in China. The, the CCP is the you know, uh, Chinese Communist Party. So you know, that's the kind of thing that they are, they are shown. They are also only allowed to watch it, watch TikTok. You can, can't watch it more than 45, can't be on the app more than 45 minutes a day. And after, I think it's 6 o'clock at night, you're not allowed to be on it at all. At, the app shuts down. Now here's the thing. Kids in the United States are showing things like prank videos, uh, videos about, you know, dancing trends, uh, viral videos where you're, you know, slapping people or slapstick videos or being disrespectful to your parents, playing uh, tricks on people, uh, people falling down, uh, you know, doing stupid things, uh, really useless, useless brain, you know, numbing, dumbing down of America type of videos, like useless, pointless videos. That's what they're shown. And kids here, man, you can watch TikTok all day. Kids here are spending up to three hours, three and four hours a day on TikTok. The videos are designed to be disrespectful to your parents, to show lack of duty, lack of, um, you know, lack of admiration for adults, and an absolute disregard for for you know any type of duty, responsibility, and, and a complete disrespect for for the United States, it completely is undermining the uh, you know the American traditional American values. The algorithm is almost designed to promote anti-American emasculation of males in in the United States. Okay, so maybe that's probably a simplistic way of saying it. Maybe that's, that's a little bit too aggressive of a way of saying it. But here's what I know. It, it's a concern for the U.S. government. Now, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party in Congress can't agree on pretty much anything. But they do agree on this. They agree that the app is detrimental to the, to the U.S. population, that Information's being collected, it's being stored, and it's being sent back to the CCP, and it's being analyzed, and it's being, they're collecting data on you and everything about you. Every aspect. It's so bad that I think it's almost a dozen states in the last year or two years have come up with laws stating that no employee of the government in that state is allowed to have the app on their phone. They're very concerned. Also, the FBI director has come out in front of Congress and said that it is a major concern and that, that he believes that there's evidence that shows that the CCP is collecting data on Americans. It's so bad that Congress just put together a bill and the, that's supposed to be voted on the next few months it, and that the bill is the it's the anti-social CCP act where they're trying to ban the TikTok app completely the the problem how does that tie into someone like Andrew Tate 
Here's what I think is going to come out. I think it's going to come out that people like Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, you know, those ultra conservative guys um, stand in the way of the algorithm or the CCP and TikTok's ability to emasculate males in the United States and create a divide in the country. Because the country, honestly, is extremely divided. You have to think, I'm, I'm 53 years old. Like, I've been around a while. I've been in prison for, th- I went to prison for 13 years. It, it's, the country is extremely divided right now. Extremely divided. And one of the things that comes up all the time is TikTok. Like, I talk to people all the time, and it's constantly TikTok, 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 TikTok. It, it's really an issue. People will pull it out like it's the news. Like, you're, this is some guy in his living room in an apartment in, in Iowa that is spouting off, you know, some ridiculous notion, and you're ready to quit your job over it. Like, it's, it, there, there are ridiculous things on this platform, and because people post these videos and they go viral, like, they totally influence the country. It's outrageous. Anyway. I think that's probably going to be one of the conspiracies that comes out as a result of this whole thing. Now, the other thing is Andrew Tate, unfortunately for him, um, unlike Jordan Peterson and uh, Ben Shapiro, is that Andrew Tate has given the authorities enough rope to hang him. So, you know, his message is honestly not that vastly different than Jordan Peterson or or Ben Shapiro. Right? These are traditional values. These are find a purpose in life, work hard. And 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 yet the the problem is Andrew Tate's delivery is so overwhelmingly horrible. He has said so many not just controversial things, but he said them in such a horrible way that I really see him having put himself in a bad position. I think he'll be let out of out of jail very quickly. I would be shocked if this goes very far. I think that most likely what happens with him is he will end up he'll fight the charges and eventually they'll get dropped and he won't do any jail time. They'll probably get dropped to something along the lines of a misdemeanor or some type of a fine, if that happens at all. Keep in mind, a lot of these women are from the United States. They're from Europe. They're from all over. So let's say he shuts down the business and has to fly these women, or these women fly back to their, their, um, their countries of origin. Now, if he goes to trial, they have to be flown back in. Is that something the Romanians really want to pay for? And how hard, even if the accusations are 100% true, it's not going to be hard to discredit women that leave their boyfriends, fly across, the, uh, fly across the world to come to a country because they see a rich guy that had access to the internet, access to phones, like could have left pretty much at any time, stayed in the, in the place. Like I, I get Stockholm Syndrome, and I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. And I, I understand that they may have, gen, some of these women were genuinely probably scared or could have been scared. I don't know the, what the issue is. What I'm saying is 
it's not that difficult to put a woman on the stand six months after an event happened and make her look bad. And the prosecutors know this. Plus, you have to get her there. Plus, let's assume everything they're saying is true. I'm, let's pretend they're, every accusation that you have to believe women, all women, right? So everything they're saying is true. Let's pretend that's, that's the case. For a guy like Andrew Tate, and listen, you know, God bless him. Like I said, there's some of the stuff he says I believe, some of the stuff I agree with, some stuff I absolutely don't agree with. But for a guy like that, I wouldn't put it past him to have someone go to those women and say, I'm going to give you this much money, but when you get called as a witness, you don't go to Romania. You say, I'm not going to continue with this. I'm staying here. I don't want to participate. I don't want to continue. I don't want to testify. I don't want to be a witness. There's six women. Some of these women he was dating. How hard is it? How many women call the police and then you're simply nice to them again? And they drop all the charges. Women, women call the police. They show up. They say all kinds of crazy things that didn't happen. Or maybe they did. And then the guy's like, I'm sorry. I apologize. I messed up. I, they drop it all. They, they, they fall in love all over again. And they drop all pretenses. Or they decide they're going to go ahead and not cooperate. And they're going to drop the charges. I wouldn't be shocked if he he's not, doesn't have the ability to get this whole thing swept under the rug. That's my take on the whole thing, I, I can only, I, I, I genuinely can't wait for the conspiracy theories to come out. I really think there's going to be something along the lines of the whole, maybe he'll throw it on the Democrats because he's clearly a conservative, so he may throw it on all the liberals. But I think the whole liberal agenda and the whole CCP TikTok thing kind of ties in together. I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if if that's not the way it goes. Listen, I appreciate you guys watching. I appreciate you hearing my take on this whole thing. It's pretty comical, I know, and uh, I can't wait to see what happens. So if you like the video, do me a favor, subscribe, hit the bell so you get notified of videos just like this. Leave me a comment in the comment section to tell me what you think. Uh, what else, what else? Uh, yeah, uh, also, if you like the video, I have Patreon, I have uh, my story, I have books, all my books are available on, on Amazon, uh, they're also available on Audible, really appreciate you guys watching, it was a fun topic, thank you for listening, see ya.